0: Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr and it's the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, June 28th, uh, 2015. How you doing? How are ya? How are you? How are you? How are fucking you? Um, I am completely burnt out. I am at the end of my tour right now. And uh, I have to leave for my show in Tucson in exactly one hour. So I'm going to do a half hour of this podcast and then do my show. And then I'm going to finish it up after the show. So what you're basically going to have is stone sober me doing the first 30 minutes. And then a slightly more, a slightly older, slightly wiser, slightly more buzzed podcast. Um, Billy Redface doing the second half of the podcast because that's how this is going down. And I I have to be somewhere immediately, of course, the second I fucking land because that's how it works um, in this business. That's how it works. Oh, oh, you're going to have a little breather there? You're going to have a breather? Let's just fucking yank that right off the table. But it could always be worse. I could have absolutely nothing to do staring at a phone like that crazy bitch in that movie, The Audition. You guys ever see that? Remember that? And she was sticking the needles in that fucker. That's what you get for trying to bang some crazy actress. You know, they're not sticking needles into you literally. Right? Listen to me, having the nerve to act like I'm ev- I'm even remotely sane. Um, so anyways, uh, this is the last night of the tour. I want to thank everybody that's come out on this one. And I want to thank Joe Bartnick for absolutely crushing it. Right up until, uh, Wednesday, Bakersfield, the last one, and then fucking, uh, Jay Lawhead came in after fucking Barton, it gave me a strong seven innings, I went to the bullpen, you know, he gave me six and two thirds, then he walked the next batter, then I brought in fucking, brought in Lawhead, Lawhead crushed it, and, um, it was a crazy week of shows, then we did, uh, did someplace in the Inland Empire, and, uh. 98% of the people were cool there. And then there was just some of the drunkest fucking animals I've ever been, uh, that I've been in front of in a while. I'm talking like literally screaming and whistling during setups. Like I wasn't even saying anything. And I'd just be like, well, you know, I've been doing stand-up for a while. And somebody in the back of was like was just fucking whistling. <laughs> About what? I don't know. I felt like I was doing like a rock concert. You know, like when you listen to a live album and they'll end the song... And one of those mumbling jackass singer songwriters would be like, you know, we've been coming out here for a while. And he'll go, yeah, woo. it's like, dude, he hasn't said anything. He's on his way to the point, And people are already screaming because they're fucking wasted. So my apologies to the sober people who are at that show. That show was fucking brutal. I'll be honest with you, man. That one was a lot of work with all those screaming. and It was like 20 people and they were in all different parts. Of the, uh, the venue, and they were screaming and yelling, and I finally snapped in the end, and uh, I don't know, and I said a word I shouldn't have said, you know what I mean, and then something in the crowd like related to it, and then they came up to me, and they fucking gave me the tickets back. I'm like, oh, you spent all this money on it, and, and then through, through the whole fucking tragedy of their life, put it on me. I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. You know, and it's just one of those fucking things. Once again, it's like, dude, I talked about plane crashes. I talked about sinking cruise ships. I made fun of Bruce Gender, So I guess I uh, gender Bruce Jenner. So I mean, just laughed at me. So, I mean, technically, it wasn't all of that offensive. No, it was just the fucking thing that, that that was that was about your fucking life. And not only that, I just said a word. I didn't even do a bit on it. I basically said to the guy in the crowd, I said, the guy was such a fucking moron. 90 minutes of this guy, finally snapped. I was like, dude, you fucking retarded. I never say that word. And that night, I happened to say it <smallest> in a moment <inaudible> of fucking night. Now, obviously, I'm not making fun of fucking whatever the fuck you're supposed to say. Mentally challenged people. <inaudible> Why would I ever do that? And I've said in the past I, I-, 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 I didn't. These fucking people <inaudible> come up to me. You said in the past you don't do that. And they fucking show me a picture of that kid and just put the whole fucking thing on me. And I want to apologize to the next 40 people in line because I was processing what the fuck just happened. And then I got livid. The way they fucking handed me the tickets back and I took them because I didn't know what they were saying. Like, here, throw these things out. You're a piece of shit. And, you know, it's like it's like if they're listening, 100 percent, I apologize. And 100 percent, go fuck yourself. Let me guess. Let me guess. You never said anything fucked up. Right. You never laughed at something you shouldn't have said. You never lost your temper and fucking said something. If you don't dump your whole fucking life on me like that, like I'm the worst fucking person ever. You know, you were out of line. And not only that, once I realized what the fuck you were talking about, I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that guy was yelling. I shouldn't have said it, blah, blah. And you just wouldn't accept it. You wouldn't fucking accept it. You had to have your moment. So, you know, my apologies and fuck you. So there was that night. (laughs) Anyways, you know what I mean? I mean, dude, some fucked up shit happened to me when I was a kid that I will not get into. But I've seen comics joke about it. I don't give a fuck. I know they're not attacking me. I know they don't don't wish that misery on me. Jesus, fuck. I'm on a comedy show, Right. Christ, every fucking week you guys call me a ginger 12 ways to Sunday. I don't give a fuck. Do I think you really hate me? If you hated me, you wouldn't be writing in. I get it. You're fucking around. Sorry. I had to get that out. It was something I wasn't going to talk about, but if I didn't talk about it, it'd be fucking flicking me in the back of my ear for the rest of this podcast. So anyways. Oh, my God. I was literally going like, you know what? I'm never going out after a fucking show again. That's how fucking awful that whole goddamn moment was. All right, I probably I, this is why I probably shouldn't have talked about that because now i'm fucking i don't know I wish I didn't say it. why the fuck did they have to come that night? you know what are the fucking odds? why did that drunk have to be there? you know if I just ended the show five minutes before, I wouldn't have said the this ah, just fucking kills you you know people every everybody's got a fucking moment now you know what I mean it's like dude, I'm fucking driving through this country right, and you just seen all the water out in California it is that it Brutally low levels. And, you know, (laughs) old Tony Monsanto there, whatever the fuck you say. Tony's fucking with the food. None of these cunts running for president are going to talk about any of that. It's all going to be, like, the level with which people are freaking out that gay people can now get, get married. Who gives a fuck? Who aren't, like, I don't understand people trying to protect, you know... What do they call it? The sanctity of marriage or whatever these fucking morons are talking about. It's like, dude, I don't know if you've noticed, like 60% of them go down the shitter anyways. You know what I mean? Maybe these gay people will be better at it than straight people and they'll, they'll up the numbers. Right? Oh, those poor bastards. Gay people, God bless you. But I, I don't think that you realize what you fucking walked into. <laughs> we want to do it too. Jesus Christ. You know what being married's like? Being married is like going on a ride at six flags. You know what I mean? It's fun, it's fucking exciting, but there's like a there's a fucking chance that one of the bolts is gonna come off and you're gonna go flying into the woods. Have I ever told you guys about that? I don't go to I don't go to amusement parks. I absolutely refuse. You know? Maybe, you know, Disneyland I would go to. I've gone to that. But even then, you go in Space Mountain, you're like, how fucking old is this ride? You know what I mean? Just there's always something going on. But, you know, I feel like the stationary ones are safer because you know where they're at. Those ones where they pick it up and put it down and then leave town. You know, you're still fl- you flew into the bushes and they go, all right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> and they get the fuck out of there. Um, plus the wear and tear of putting them together and taking them down and everything. Ah oh, man, why the fuck did that happen? So that fucking just, it was a, that's the worst moment I've had as a comedian in a long fucking time. Cause I, I, I felt I really hurt those people and I didn't want to do that. But then to the way they fucking, you know, uh, just right in my, just the whole fucking thing. And then it wasn't until I, I just wish in the moment I could have said that. So like plane crashes are okay. You're all right with that. Cruise ships, you're okay. Cruise ships sinking. That's fine. You know what I mean? Me teasing fucking Caitlyn Jenner. That's fine. That's not that. All of that's funny, right? Oh, I wish I had. I wish I had a fucking videotape of them sitting in the crowd laughing at all of that shit. And that fucking moron. That's what I should have called him. That was the thing. I wasn't even thinking about, like, you know, mentally challenged kids when I said that. I was basically just saying, why are you being such a fucking cunt? Right. And then some feminist will come up to me. Um, I have one of those and it's called a vagina and fucking sticks the goddamn tickets back in my face. Sorry and lighten the fuck up. How about that? How about that? If you're going to go to a comedy show, if not, you know, stay the fuck home. Go watch Lifetime. Um. Anyways, I'm going to keep going back to that. I don't give a shit until I get it out of my fucking system. So, old Billy Cardio went off the rails the last two days. Um, I stayed out late. Um, you know, some people that I work with uh, showed up when I was in Vegas, surprised me. They're like, ah, let's go out and get a cigar. So I was like, all right. So we went out and uh, stayed out till like five in the morning. And in the meantime, my, uh, my, my iPhone 4S finally shit the bed, you know, Bartnick was, he had the 4S and he finally switched to the six. He was saying, he goes, dude, once that battery starts cutting out, you know, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And it finally fucking cut out and I plugged it in and I was getting nothing. So, you know, the lovely Nia's is like, well, we got to get you a new phone. So, uh. I went into Caesars Caesar's Palace next door where uh, they have all these beautiful shops and everything and all these fucking animals walking in and out of them like me, you know, shuffling around in fucking sweatpants. Saw some guy in there with like true legend pants and a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Did not see any Ed Hardy shirts. Ed Hardy shirts are gone. I don't know what... Ocean They're floating in right now. I'm guessing the Indian Ocean for some fucking reason. We can't dump it all in the Pacific, right? I don't know where those fucking things are. Um, but I guarantee you when they do the uh, the fast times at Ridgemont High or some shit or the dazed and confused of this era, they're going to have people wearing those true religion jeans, or maybe last decade, I should say, and the Ed Hardy shirts. I'm telling you, dude, that's why George Carlin, another reason why George Carlin was a genius you know, is if you notice most of his specials, he wore just all black. I mean, that's never going out of fucking style. You know, he probably figured that out after he had his hippy-dippy shit that he wore in the 70s, you know what I mean? Some of that stuff, and he start looking at it like, oh my God, do I got flowers on my jeans? <laughs> Why did I think that was cool? Because everybody else did, but they got rid of theirs, and there's videotape of you with yours on, so you look like the only asshole that wore them, you know? So, um... Anyways, uh, I'm all over the fucking map here. So, uh, dude, Bakersfield was tremendous. Um, trying to work my way back to think where the hell we were. Oh, I already talked about I keep forgetting that I do the Thursday podcast, so you already heard about that. Uh, playing the Fox Theater and all of that, and obviously Fresno, Fresno, California. We ain't fucking around. You come up here, if you smile, we're going to bust a cap. Um, did that one, and uh, then we did two nights at the Mirage. And, uh, just had a fucking amazing time and, um, tremendous crowds. And, uh, so tonight's the last one down here in Tucson, Arizona, and it was like a seven hour drive down here. We got up at like uh 9am or something like that, drove all the way down here and I got to get, we got to drive over to the venue here at like 645. So and try to get through as much. Maybe I'll do forty-five minutes. Who knows? Last fifteen. Of you guys are all like, "Bill, cut it off now. Get shit-faced, and then do the rest of the podcast." Um. So, anyways, uh, oh, here's something. You know, what's a fucking pet peeve of mine, and fucking. Uh, I don't know if this is just about women or if it's casino women. I have no idea. But women who, uh, at the end of the night, take off their high heels because their feet hurt. And they just start walking down the street in their bare feet or walking across the casino rug in their bare feet, you know? Bottom of their feet all fucking dirty. I was joking about that at the Mirage. I was like, you know what? You can't, you can't marry that. You can't marry that, dude. That's a quitter. You know, you, you, you couldn't make it till the last fucking 1,500 yards up to your room. You couldn't throw a pair of little flippy flops into your clutch or something like that. What kind of a fucking animal? You know, I could only imagine, I know what women think, well, if you had to walk around in those, yeah, you know, I'd have some flip-flops. I would. There's no fucking way I would ever walk barefoot across the road. People walk in and out of the fucking men's and ladies' room with God knows, you know what the fuck goes on in there. Literally, a shit show, a shit and piss show goes on in there. All kinds of bacteria, and you're just walking barefoot through it like you're Christ Jesus Christ, your fucking girlfriend's got to wash your feet when you come in. It just, it just, it's, that to me, that takes a fucking 10 all the way down to about, well, if we're just talking sex, who's kidding who, a nine and a half. But if we're talking about the mother of your children, it's just, it's done. It's a done fucking deal. If she is an adult, if her feet are going to be that dirty, how filthy are your fucking kids' feet going to be? Can I jump in on this, please? Yeah. You want to jump in on it? Grab a microphone. Um... No, like late at night. That night we stayed out uh, Friday night, and we ended up at the uh, the deli there, I'm trying to grab me a uh, microphone here. Would that be in my bag? Ah, oh, Christ! I don't Your know backpack? where it is. My backpack, yes. <laughs> my pack that I put on my back, yes. AKA my backpack. Um, yeah, me and Jay ended up in this. Uh, they got like this Carnegie deli, or Carnegie, depending if you're from the East Coast or the, or, or the Midwest. I've noticed that in Pittsburgh, it's always Carnegie. East Coast, it's Carnegie. Oh, traveling. Um, So we were there, and these two girls got into this... Who didn't have shoes on, kind of got into this drunken, like, sort of... Ha-ha, little fucking play fight. So one of them kind of falls down, and her legs go up in the air. Like, right up over the booth. And I was standing there waiting to order, and I just saw her... The filthy soles of her feet. And uh, it just... I. I can't say it made me lose my appetite. It, I don't, I'm just, I'm just babbling here because you know what I'm doing. I'm trying to find the other fucking microphone. You know we brought it, and you know we brought it because you brought it. I brought it for you. Oh, um, there it is. There it is. No. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's down here. Here it is. Oh, there it is. Was that? A, is this an entertaining podcast? This podcast has now been renamed. Two people looking for a microphone. Sonya, when we finally get this hooked up, evidently you're going to weigh in on this.
1: <laughs> I want to weigh, yeah.
0: You want to weigh in on it? I want to weigh in. You want to have in. your two cents? Yes,
1: please.
0: Hey, has Donald Trump been knocked out of the race yet? I'm really rooting that he stays in the longest. Just so he can just be, continue to be the most entertaining person on it, because everybody else is going to go Al Gore. Ha 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 ha! Oh, education. We gotta, we gotta do things. Hello. Yeah, hang on one second. Let's see what we got here. All right. Check, check, check. Two, 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 check. <laughs> All right. So what, what are your feelings? No, I want, yeah, talking about the uh, dirty feet bitches, Dirty feet, bitches.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. I, I agree with you. DBBs. If you can't, if you can't handle your heels, you don't need to be wearing them. That's really the bottom line. And I know you want to look cute. I want to look cute. I want to wear high, sexy, gorgeous heels that make my legs and ass look bitches amazing.
0: Bitches want to be looking cute. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But if you can't handle it, you need to not wear them. You need to save your highest, sexiest, but most like goddamn looking shoes that shows off your pedicure when you have a date or whatever, when you're getting picked up and you go in the car, in the restaurant, back in the car, back to the crib. Otherwise, you don't need to be wearing. If you're going out dancing, you need to find some cute shoes that are a lower heel that you can dance in and you can walk in. You so you don't look crazy because I can't stand that either. Whenever I see a woman walking around with their bare feet, I want to scream at them. Like, don't just don't do it. if You, you know, can't what's great. too? If you know, if what's you can't great handle it? Don't do it. And also save your feet. Be smart. It's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Looking like.
0: What's the hey, word I want to use? Can I say something? A trashy mess. Can I get a word? Tracing in here?
1: through the casino with no shoes on.
0: You know what else is great? Not is when they take the shoes off, and they just now they look like this little stumpy person in this short dress, <laughs> and the illusion <laughs> of all the other women. You're like, oh my god, look how long those legs are. You really start doing the math. You start knocking off a few inches. I have shoes that I wear. If
1: I'm going to a concert... well, see the thing is, I, I feel like if I go to a concert, I'm not doing that standing room shit because I'm too old for it anyway. But I have shoes. If I'm going out, is be like a is it fucked up that I floor. say
0: that I'm not? I wouldn't marry someone that takes their shoes off. That's that's a lock the door test. That's it's a little that's extreme. Over. The lock the door. Yeah, do any of your are friends? You talking, are
1: you talking about the car door thing from a Bronx, Bronx tale? Yeah. <laughs> do any of your
0: girlfriends? Are they the take the shoes off people? No. Do you know? Do you have any dirty feet bitches like in your crew? No,
1: I don't have any dirty feet bitches in my crew. <laughs>
0: You keep them on, or you don't wear them. Seriously, though. Well, there you go. So why the hell would you fucking marry that and have a kid? Well, I don't know like if you need to like. Half I don't know think you need to
1: make the leap from you take off your shoes to equals. I'm not going to marry you. That's that's a bit of a that's a bit of a stretch. Don't you un-
0: think? Unbreedable.
1: Unbreathable.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're done. I might no. I might I might have to add that into the fucking act as far as like the people that you know when I when I'm. Doing my cleanse of the population so the water supply stays where it needs to be. Oh, that would also, be another person I would get rid of. Women who take their shoes off <laughs> when the final 10% of the night are content to walk down a public fucking street. You know,
1: also women, in their bare feet. why don't you put in inserts, insoles into your shoes? I have insoles in all of my heels. They get the clear ones, the Dr. Scholls. I know you feel like an old lady. Going into that section, but I have them in every single pair of heels because, and even still, they hurt my fucking feet. Because the they're night, dumb, because we they're to, dumb people. When we went why the would Michael they go Jackson out and go show? do something?
0: You're asking them, why don't they do something smart? Yeah, well, maybe because they're dumb. They who kind of fucking? Pro- I don't give a shit if I was wearing snowshoes. When we went there's to the no Michael Jackson show, there's no fucking way I wouldn't. Show. I would. I would take those off and walk barefoot across the casino. When We went
1: to the Michael Jackson show. Those shoes that I was wearing, gorgeous, amazing, hurt my Expensive. feet like a bitch. Expensive. I put the insoles Annoying, in them.
0: Unnecessary. They still
1: hurt, and I stuck it out. I stuck it fucking out because I had committed myself to wearing them, and I wasn't going to quit, and I wasn't going to look like one of those girls because that's messy, that's <laughs> sloppy. You don't want to look like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I rocked that shit. <laughs> <laughs> bum, bum. Yeah,
1: Nene boo. Yeah, you got to um, just take it, deal with it, and if you can't hang, then don't. By worry the way, Michael sorry. Jackson's
0: show <gasps> was amazing. Oh, amazing, even with the Scooby Doo kids. That was a weird. <laughs> no, no, it's for the kids. But I, gotta, I don't want to ruin the show, but at one point, I, I, I challenge is. any person to go to that show, and at some point, you're not thinking, just put on the fucking hat. Just put on the fucking hat. I, that musical theater, <laughs> whoa, ey, ew, I it's get a, it. The a, hat has power. Put yeah. it on and do your fucking dance already.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a Cirque du Soleil show. It's called One. It's tremendous please go see the show and i challenge you not to time cry. magazine says <laughs> all right i'm gonna talk about I, hockey laughed, now. I cried i'm gonna talk about hockey oh now. so this is the part where i dip out right
0: this is part and this is the part where i saw thank you for not being a, a dirty feet bitch <laughs> i love you too <laughs> fucking animals um so anyways uh oh let's talk nhl hockey here jesus christ the Bruins are are, are going through a, a whole fucking rebuild here. I, I you know what? I, the only reason why Dougie Hamilton getting traded did not shock me was because the first half of this tour, I, I was I was working with Joe Bartnick, who knows as much about hockey as anybody on the NHL channel, and he was saying like. Uh, he was just doing his Bartnick thing, just saying, like, they should get rid of Dougie Hamilton. He's too much of a hit on the cap. You want to keep McQuaid. He's a stay-at-home guy on defense. He sticks up for his teammate. Every team in the NHL is looking for a guy like Adam McQuaid. That's the guy you keep. Dougie's too soft, blah, blah, blah. And I was just sitting there going, I like him. He's kind of offensive. But everything that he fucking said, and the guy gets shipped off to Calgary. I still loved him. But I never saw them trading Lucic. I mean, that, that guy, he, he's the fucking locomotive. He's the toughest guy on our fucking team, and now he's gone. Like, come on, Lucic's going down, crashing the fucking net. Who's going to do that now? You know, putting Ryan Miller in his place? Who's going to do that now? Sorry, Buffalo fans, I'm fucking with you. I know he got frustrated because he thought he had a breakaway, and it bounced over his stick, so he acted a little childish there. Who's going to stab someone in the balls When we need him too. Sorry, I'm actually bringing up his worst thing. Other than that, yeah, he's a fucking force. So now he goes to the Kings. And to me, once again, the West is way more fucking interesting than the East. How will Chicago respond to that force of nature that is Milan Lucic that's now with the Kings? The only thing I liked about the trade is I live in L.A. So it's yet another reason to go see that great team, even though they didn't make the playoffs last year. So... Um, all I will say about this is I hope the Bruins know what they're doing. It's the exact same thing I said about the Patriots a couple years ago when they they, they did it. I can't remember who the fuck they traded. And I was just like, I hope they know what they're doing. And uh, evidently they did because we just won a Super Bowl. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, what, I'm a fucking comedian. What do I know about building a goddamn team? I'll tell you right now, I didn't like us getting rid of our GM. The guy obviously did a great fucking job. He won a Stanley Cup. He makes one stupid comment, and everybody listens to Dan Shaughnessy, who doesn't watch hockey on any level. I don't give a shit. They need to make a move. Does Dan Shaughnessy even write articles anymore? Or does he just take, like, fucking articles he's already written a thousand times and just pull fucking words out and put new new players' names in there? I, don't, don't, I, I rip on that guy too much. You know what I mean? I rip on him too much, but... The only time he really bugs me is when he fucking uh is when he when he trashes the Bruins. It's like, dude, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't even watch the goddamn sport, all right? So just shut up then. Anyways. Um Oh, dude, so we pull in here to uh Tucson. Tucson, Arizona, and uh we're driving down the street, we're a little bit lost, and we get into this shit part of fucking town, you know? And we're driving down the street and this fucking white trash looking dude walking up the street just gives the finger to the bus as we drive by. (laughs) Lawhead's going, you see that guy? He's he's giving us the finger. What's he giving us the finger for? It's like, Jesus, Jay, do the math. Look at the neighborhood. What do you think? Fuck you think's happening. He's blaming his whole fucking life on us rather than whatever got him into that situation be it racism or whatever. Well, not racism. He's white. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it wasn't the bus fucking bus. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. It made me really uncomfortable. It's like, uh, should we be driving through here in this thing? Maybe we should have taken a fucking taxi. Um, anyway, so, uh, so here we are. We got one. I gotta read some of this fucking advertising. Was it six 15? It's one of the great things about being a guy. You can take a shower in like fucking three minutes, shake off like a goddamn hound. Right. Poor women got to go in there, you know, put on all that clown makeup, put on their shoes. that are going to make their feet fucking hurt. You know, it's a lot of advantages. All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Hulu, everybody. For the first time ever, you can now stream the entire Seinfeld series, arguably the greatest sitcom of all time, exclusively on Hulu. That's every episode, all nine seasons, all streaming on Hulu for 799 a month. Visit Hulu.com and sign up to get access to all of your favorite Seinfeld episodes. Again, for 799 a month, you can watch all nine seasons of Seinfeld with your Hulu subscription. Um, speaking of that, I was actually watching some uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. I watched uh the Jay Leno one which you knew was going to be great because he knows all about cars. And he and he, what was cool too was also like stand up history when, you know, that guy came up like when there weren't comedy clubs. So he you're not going to beat that guy when it comes to like hell gigs. Like I went on after like strippers and shit. So he was talking about working the Playboy club and how this guy would sit there and watch you and grade your act and then send the report card to Hugh Hefner. I mean, who knows if he actually did it, but he put the fear of God in you. And then he had a story about doing a private gig, some Sinatra gig, and there was a real-life famous gangster in the crowd. And uh, it was just like, Jesus, this this guy caught the the tail end of the Goodfellow years. So it's a real – I highly recommend that one. Um, I know I watched like three of them. The Jason Alexander one was cool. And, uh, oh, the Howard Stern one was great. The Howard Stern one was great. Um, So anyways, so that's his other show. So you got to watch this. And Seinfeld was also nice enough to have me on the show, which was an unbelievable honor. So if you want to do the podcast, a solid uh, check out the Seinfeld series on Hulu. Okay. Dollar Shave Club, everybody. Uh, Some of you out there who still haven't joined Dollar Shave Club, what's the issue, people? What's the deal? These guys are awesome. Seriously. And you've heard me talking about them for years now. Their razors really are amazing. It's more convenient and costs a fraction of the price. If you're still not getting it, here's how the club works. Go to dollarshaveclub.com and pick one of their three great razors. The Six Blade Executive for the fucking Mediterraneans or the werewolf <laughs> fucking human being. If you got to shave your back, get the goddamn six-blade executive and get a close friend that can deal with driving that thing right down your back to the crack of your ass. Um, the four-blade 4X and the two-blade Humble Twin. Um, you get your first box in about a week. It includes a free handle and a sleeve of blade cartridges. It's high-quality stuff. Got that weight to it, everybody, like the expensive ones you, you've used before. The Humble Twin has two stainless steel blades and an aloe strip. That's all you need. You've never gotten a shave like this. After that first box, they mail you a sleeve of replacement blades every month or every other, however you want to do it. You never have to worry about it again. That's it. If you haven't joined yet, you're missing out. Simple as that. You're out of your mind if you don't do this. Try dollarshaveclub.com slash burr. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash burr. All right. Um, How many more are these? Oh, there's only one more. Let's mercifully get through my... Live reads here. LegalZoom. There are a lot of great reasons smart businesses see. There's a lot of great reasons smart business people trust LegalZoom. For starters, if you want to incorporate, form an in LLC or a nonprofit, file a patent or trademark, get a DBA, and more. LegalZoom provides the help you need. Over the past decade, more than a million business owners, just like you, have started with LegalZoom. But did you know that LegalZoom is also your first stop when you need advice uh, from any attorney? From an attorney, I should say. LegalZoom is not a law firm, so they built a network of independent attorneys in most states to provide legal advice and other useful services to help you run your business. So, whether you need a contract reviewed or advice on whether you should incorporate or form an LLC, whatever your legal question is, start with LegalZoom. And as always, they provide complete transparency with upfront pricing, customer reviews, and 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Uh, Make the smart choice. For your business at LegalZoom.com today. And don't forget to enter Burr, B-U-R-R, at the checkout to save even more. Again, that's Burr at checkout. For more savings, LegalZoom promo code Burr. Legal help is here. And as always, if you want to donate to the podcast, anytime you're going to Amazon, go to BillBurr.com. Click on the merch page. Click on the, uh, the little fucking Amazon doohickey, whatever you call it. Takes you to Amazon. I get credit for it. Doesn't cost you any money whatsoever and uh they kick me a little bit of cash for fucking driving traffic there and then i give it give some of it i should say a portion of the proceeds you know i try to give to a fucking charity and then i say what the charity is and i do that for six months and everybody tells me it's a scam and then i try to find another one so right now i do it for saint jude as far as i can tell they're on the up and up all right so there you go oh that's 31 minutes 31 minutes in. All right. So right now I'm going to hit pause and I'm going to go. Ah, fuck that. I can keep going here, right? Can I keep going? No, I should get off. Oh, she's saying to get off the horn. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. This fucking maniac. Jesus Christ. You know, do do, do people know how to be at a fucking show? Certain people you hook up, they're fucking cool. Other people you hook up and I'm here. Now I'm here. Now I'm calling your phone. Is everything going to be okay? Relax. Ticket's going to be there. You're going to sit there, right? Your wife's going to take off her shoes, get her feet all dirty. You're going to slam a couple of fucking scotches, and I'm going to get up there and do a little fucking clown dance for you. All right? It's fucking an hour and 40 minutes before the show. I, I still, I just, I haven't even put my red nose on yet. <laughs> oh, I was old Billy's sport coach Saturday night in Vegas. Came out there with a pocket square and everything, and I actually stuck it out. And I wore the jacket for the whole show. Oh, my God, this motherfucker. Um, and I wore the jacket for the whole show, even though it was starting to get hot. The only, actually, the only real reason why I didn't take it off was because I had a white shirt underneath it and I'm pasty as fuck. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be up there looking like a head on top of a fucking candlestick. <laughs> um, so anyways, oh, by the way. If you're just into working out, you know, the that Michael Jackson show, those Cirque du Soleil people are fucking unbelievable. This one guy, he does a routine on this rope, climbing this rope up and down the fucking thing, 80, 80 fucking different ways for a whole song. If you can go up a climb rope climbing rope a climb rope, a climbing rope and come back down using your feet. You know? That's impressive. If you can do it without using your feet, that's even more impressive. But what this guy was doing was just on a whole other level. And then the biggest beast of the show was this one woman who came out and was basically uh, one of the strongest human beings I've ever seen in my life. She was doing stuff that just defied even some of the stuff like I've seen. that, um, Like you ever see those guys like do like the human flag And then they'll do like this. This woman did all of that and she would do it for like five minute chunks. She just didn't do it. And that's how you do the human flag. And then that's it. She'd be in that position for like 20 seconds and then go into something even harder. I remember her her finishing fucking move. She's upside down on, on, you know, I guess it's called a stripper pole, you know, but what she did was so artistic. We'll just say it was like a street sign pole just to give her some class there. Um, Pole dancing. All right, there you go. Whatever. So she fucking was upside down in a full split with no hands. Does that thing where you just sort of let yourself slide down the pole and then you stop yourself. When people do that with their hands, that's amazing. She did it upside down in a split and she did it with her legs and a smile on her face that never betrayed any sort of pain. It was was the greatest display of, uh, I don't know. She was unbelievable. She was un-fucking-believable. I I can't say what I was just going to say. I was going to say picture so-and-so in a bikini, but that would have been bad. Um, Anyways, all right. That's it for Sober Bill. Hang in there, and through the magic of uh, editing, I will be back in about two seconds, and I'll be a little bit happier. Maybe a little more hoarse in the voice. And definitely a lot more, uh, well, I'm not buzzed at all right now. I'll have a couple of fucking, I'll throw down a couple of, you know, whatever. All right. Go fuck yourself. I'll talk to you in a minute. All right, now I'm back. The magical mystery tour is coming to take you away. I don't know why that's in my fucking head. And now I'm not drunk. I've had two Bud Lights, you know. I might as well have some Raisin Bran. Such a weak fucking beer. Um, all right. So I did the last show and, uh, great crowd and all that type of shit. I had a wonderful time in this conference room and, uh, thank you to everybody who came out to the shows and everybody came out to the tour. Um, and, uh, you know, and I'm going to leave it at that. Cause, uh, yeah. Nia, yeah, how do I not say it? You have to say it. I can't, uh, he, he was, you know, they were having a, yeah, they were having one of those days down there. You have to say it. I can't say it. I uh, you know I don't wait what are you gonna fucking do I don't you know how else are they gonna know That's not not the way you go about it. I sit there and I act like everything was fine. Some people no 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 you're not jumping on this talking that shit.
1: I'm not gonna talk shit.
0: Yeah you are no no I'm not I'm not not doing it I'm not doing it shh shush the man has spoken and he said woman shush (sighs) oh geez, geez all right let's get into the fucking questions here all right. Oh, quest. Hey, Nia, Nia, you know, I'm mean, just having one of those days, you know? I just having one, one of those days. I just having one of those days. just having one of those days. That's why everything's oh, all just fucked up. one of those up. days. All right, Jack Williams. <laughs> Jack Williams. Billy Lansdowne Street. Not sure if you heard this.
1: Lansdowne Street.
0: Yeah, right down near Fenway Park. Back, yeah, back in the day, you wouldn't go down there at night. Now you can skip down the street. You can.
1: <laughs> Trolala. I love Lansdowne Street. Used to hang out there during college.
0: All right. WBZ4 Boston news anchor Jack Williams retired this week. Mm. Wow. I, you know, I'm afraid to see how old he is. That's going to make me feel even fucking older than I am. Can you please give a short speech about him as though you were at his retirement party? Well, I'm At his retirement party? So I'd be half in the bag. Yeah, I, I want to say something. going to wake up people. Jack Williams. Fucking Jack. I love you, man. We're both redheads. We're both in this business. I used to watch you when I was a kid, and you were funny as hell. You and Liz Walker had a great rapport, and uh, you always had a great sense of humor. And that stuff you did for the kids, Wednesday's child, he's just, I love that guy. I can't believe he's retired. That guy, I mean, I'm not going to act like I'm to his retirement party. That guy was the best. He is the best. Total professional, and he was funny as hell, and he had a great sense of humor. Um, then the, bet, the I used to watch them way back in the day. It was Jack Williams. Liz Walker and Bob Lobel did the sports. And that was it. And then they throw it to Bob. No, Newme. no, me. They throw it <laughs> to him. <laughs> and that poor bastard. I remember when we used to go to Patriots games, he, he did this thing one year. For some stupid reason, they thought this would be a good idea. And this is back. They've sent him to, to Sullivan Stadium. Sully. It might even have been Schaefer Stadium back then. They wanted to do this thing whenever the Patriots were right down on the goal line. They would record him, you know, for the segments later on in the news for him to be like, you know, and, you know, and it's whatever. 328 in the third quarter, the Patriots were down on the one yard line, and then they would just, he would turn around, and then if they scored, he'd say, and Tony Collins ran the ball in, blah, 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 blah. So he fucking would go down there and we're all hammered and he'd be taking a knee and we'd just wait for his lips to start moving. Mm-hmm. And we'd all just start screaming, fucking no, me, no, me. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be down on one knee. I remember at one point he was looking like he was getting upset. And then he just sort of just put the mic down. Like he had it in his hand, but he just sort of let it go down like that. And he just shook his head and started laughing. It's just like, why would you do that to the guy? So anyways, um, all three of them, they were funny as hell. Bob Newmeyer was great, too, and now he does all the horse racing and everything. So another Boston legend retires. Jack Williams, thank you for all your great newscasts and uh, the Wednesday's Child and all of that stuff. You were awesome. So there you go. I hope other people gave a fuck about that who weren't from Boston. All right. Advice for my daughter. <laughs> uh top of the morning to you standard redhead joke that everybody's done a zillion time all right i want to thank you in advance for any advice you have for me or my daughter my daughter is 13 i'm gonna say it the whole way through is 13 and doesn't have many interests at least none that she is willing to stick with well she's only 13 dude the fuck she's got to pick a career. You're screaming at her every night. Is it going to be finance? You're going to be a nurse. Mom. <laughs> 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 However, there seems to be one subject that keeps com- coming up uh, that she asks my um, help with, and that's comedy. She's a funny and incredibly sarcastic kid. My favorite type of humor. Well, she probably got it from you then.
1: Yeah, I was just about to say Yeah. That.
0: Oh, because she's daddy's little, little sarcastic girl. girl. And she wants to learn how to write jokes. I have searched for classes, but they appear to be given at a comedy club. And I don't think they would want a 13-year-old girl around. You wouldn't want to bring a 13-year-old girl down to a comedy club. They've got She'd to have... cursing like a sailor.
1: They've got to have some kids programs. Don't they do
0: that? Let me finish before oh. you... Come in here with your wisdom. Can you recommend any kind of book or video class that she can study? I've seen a lot of material, but I'm not sure what will help her get started. Big fan and appreciate any suggestions that you may have. And if you read this on the advice show, please give me a heads up. I will have her. How the fuck would I give you? I don't know who you are. (laughs) What is the advice show? Let her hear it directly from you and not shittily passed along from her moron father. And I would like to count how many mistakes you made reading this letter. I kept the word. Well, you want to talk about mistakes, dude, when you said at least none that she's willing. You spelt none, N-O-N. All right, fucko? (laughs) I kept the word small for your illiterate ginger ass. They're such arrogant
1: cunts. Maybe this is why your daughter doesn't like to share interests because you're kind of a prick.
0: (laughs) No, he is. You know what it is? He's worried that I'm going to shit on him, so he's going to shit on me first. So anyways, uh, first of all, Emerson College, all of a sudden now you can major in comedy.
1: I heard that tonight.
0: Yeah, which kind of makes sense it considering uh, the the comedic, tickets. L-
1: the comedic legends that have graduated from the school, no,
0: just such a, as Bill Burr. Just the tickets that comics are selling. When I started out, there was a handful of people playing theaters, mm-hmm. and that would be like George Carlin, Bill Cosby. See, I'm already forgetting. I mean, maybe those guys that had their TV shows. And when I started, Seinfeld still hadn't become a hit yet, so he he was probably just selling out clubs. Maybe Roseanne Barr, if she gave a fuck enough at that point, because Roseanne was still going. But there was a, I mean, it was a short, short, short list. And now there's like a zillion people out there. It seems they're all playing theaters. They're all writing new hours and everything. Like, I don't. There's never Mm -hmm. been a more prolific time. So I think they're finally seeing it when like. How many fucking comics have sold out Madison Square Garden? Like yeah. that was like it was like Eddie Murphy did it, Dice Clay did it, and then Dane Cook did it. So there was like a fucking there was two guys in the eighties. Nobody in the nineties that I knew of. No comic in the nineties that I know of that that wasn't well. Eddie had already stopped. Dice maybe did it in nineteen ninety, but uh, it, No, I, I don't think. He, yeah, he was doing the show um
1: that was when a lot of yeah comics were doing their own tv shows yeah tim allen
0: yeah i don't know how it happened Ray but all Romano. of a sudden now you know there's like like i think i know like five people that sold the fucking thing out so it might it's now a uh it's for it's finally i think it's comedy well maybe that they're having is like comedy writing in that but i always look at it as like being a comedian it's actually a a a It's a career now where people used to kind of look at it, even though it always was a career, but it was always kind of viewed as like it was this stepping stone to get a sitcom.
1: I find it strange that, like, you major in comedy. It's cool, but it's like it's such a weird thing. So, they're probably. It is
0: weird. Do you have to be funny in like your application and shit? Like, like, how how do you do that? Exactly.
1: They probably do like the acting program where you have to do. Some material. They probably study all like the history of comedy from the very beginning, like vaudeville up until now. They watch a ton of specials. They probably have to write. It's kind of like when I did Emerson and I graduated with a media arts degree, right? We watched a shitload of movies. We wrote a lot of papers about it. That's probably what they're going to do. They have to do some sort of performance. Right.
0: Well, right like now, getting, what like I, I would MSA. say, well, his question was, what can you do now? I would just What's, say. What
1: city are they? Did they say what city they're in?
0: I don't know. Listen, I would just say, just Camp. watch as many comedians as, as you can oh, yeah. or watch as many comedies as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending if you want to be a writer or something like that. I mean, these these are the fun years. Like, there's no, like, you're 13. I mean, it's not yeah, like exactly. something it'll pressing. It'll
1: probably change. It should be enjoy. No, but it should be enjoyable. It should be enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, why are you trying to make it a career for her already? Because no, 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 he no. loves her. No, I know, I know. I'm just joking. But also, um, they do, do improv classes for people that age. That's a good, fun thing to do. That, don't
0: do. Don't take an improv class at 13. Why? That's like they're teaching a kid how good. to throw a fucking curveball. They're mean? too young. Well, if you try to teach a kid when he's they too young it, to throw a curveball, let me five. finish. You're fucking interrupting me here. They're fucking. Uh, they they get the Tommy John surgery. Now what? Now you're gonna pout on me?
1: I'm not pouting.
0: There you are. That's your pout face.
1: <laughs> is this my pout face? Yeah, I, I was trying. I had, I had
0: a nice fucking reference there about throwing the curveball. It was going well, and you you were jumping in on me. So I decided to defend myself. And now you know what's gonna happen. You're gonna fucking. You're within. Three more dumb things of me saying of doing that thing where you cross your arms and you fucking look in the other direction. My and arms
1: I, are already half crossed. And though, I know. Yeah. And then I say, what's there. wrong?
0: And you go, nothing. Nothing's <laughs> wrong. Something's wrong. You got your fucking arms crossed.
1: I don't understand what a, her going to an improv class is. is why is that a bad idea? Because a lot of those improv uh, theaters, they also do comedy writing workshops and all that kind of stuff. I'll tell you be why, because
0: anybody she who's, how to who's f- in comedy and their job is to teach 13 year olds how to do improv, <laughs> they stink. <laughs> they married a rich guy and they're fucking bored. And now they, they think, oh, maybe this is my uh, talent. And they're going to teach him more shit. I had this some is, this good improv you teachers, not when I was 13. Not when you were 13? Fuck that. This is what you do. I was when I was thirteen, but. Hang out with your friends and joke around and be funny and, and find out the movies that, you know, make your generation laugh. Just do that. Just This This, is the, this should be fun. Mm. It should be fun. Yeah, that's a good point. Shouldn't be, you know, turning this into like the sports dad's which was the reference where they teach them how to throw a fucking curveball at 13. And the the movement that you do when you throw it, you're snapping your wrists like that. The tendons in their arms are still growing or whatever. I don't know what it is medically, but their arm is not strong enough to do it. And these kids need Tommy John surgery which is basically you take a ligament out of your fucking leg and replace it in the elbow from... They should be skipping rocks across the, a fucking lake.
1: You know the advice that I gave? No, you're absolutely right. The advice I gave... Holy is shit. The kind of Can you advice- say that again? What?
0: That's all right. I have it recorded. Good. Oh, when I said that you're right. <laughs> you said absolutely right. I don't think I've ever heard that.
1: Uh, the advice I just gave is the kind of advice my, my dad would give, where he'd be like, we'll get into a class and take this and do this writing thing and da, 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 da. He would make it this whole big stage parent regimented thing. Regimented thing. Well, there's yeah. a time
0: and place for that, and That's it's not when you're 13. 13, yeah. you should be walking home from school if they didn't have you fucking believing there's a pedophile behind every fucking tree. <laughs> you should be goofing off with your friends and and just... You should know how to make people laugh. You should just be fucking making people laugh. You don't want to break it down and be like, oh, I just made my, my 13-year-old friend laugh. Well, let's see. Let's look at the setup and what was the punchline. You're going to start doing right. Oh, here comes my – you know what I'm going to do today at school? You know what I'm going to do today? You're yeah, 13. <laughs> I'm going to work on my misdirections. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you wouldn't believe it. I tagged this whole thing about the lunch lady. You don't want to do that. Just fucking have, have Suck a, all the fun out of it. Exactly. Just I would say – Watch the legends of today, like Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, mm-hmm. whatever what, what, what the fuck you're into. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. That, that's what I would do. I, that's I, good advice. Yeah, I'd stick stick sticker in a fucking comedy class. Oh, Jesus. File that <laughs> under. Oh, Jesus. Comedy, what is it? <laughs> Webster's
1: Dictionary the sound, the sound defines comedy
0: as... <laughs> What is this thing that we call comedy? All right. Vegetarian barbecue. Okay. Oh, Billy Boy. The pipes, the pipes are calling. Ah, There you go. There's something new. Oh, Billy Boy. I'll do justice. The pipes, the pipes are calling. Who's that song I was singing? You should keep watching the fucking repeats of True Detective. From the (laughs) dusty road.
1: (laughs) That song.
0: Something, something else. (laughs) Win (laughs) the ring. Fucking phenomenal show. I can't wait to see. Vince and that guy from the phone booth movie.
1: Oh my god, you said the phone booth.
0: Wow. you're Oh, the, really reaching, oh, you're, the sushi restaurant.
1: You're really reaching back into Colin Farrell's uh, IMDb page with phone booth
0: I don't see movies. That's the last one I saw. <laughs> and I just saw that to be like, how did these cheap fucks. Because they Do didn't the want to. movie. With the guy standing in a phone booth. But wasn't it in
1: Times Square or something like that? So it wasn't cheap. To shoot that, I know,
0: and it was a phone booth, and it was like 2003, and they didn't exist anymore.
1: <laughs> um, I like your impression of that song, the theme song from True Detective. Do it again, Why? because <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> no, I love the song too. Until you watched every episode 500 times, I'd be just walking around my the house, <laughs> quiet. From the dusty boat. <laughs> oh God, she's watching another
1: one. That is the Handsome Family, a husband and wife band who do that music and they also do the, the theme to the new season and they're amazing and i love their music now i love that gothic kind of becomes eclectic oh yeah, i am I'm, oh i'm so
0: kcrw with it right now <laughs> sorry oh, Jesus. you sound like you're high right now right. <laughs> oh i wish vegetarian <laughs> barbecue oh billy boy the pipes are the calling uh, last sunday my girlfriend dragged me to a vegetarian barbecue Full disclosure, I was told that there would be grilled chicken skewers uh, there, but I didn't see a single one. It sounds like something in Silver Lake. And we got there on time. Maybe that's how they lure people over. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's vegetarian barbecue. Terrible. That's like, (laughs) hey, let's go to this gay sex orgy. I swear to God, there's going to be some hetero action going on over there. And I walked over there, and everybody's banging me in the ass. And I was just like... (laughs) Have I been duped here? I really went a long way to make that point. Sorry. Um,
1: you have to bring your own food to shit like this.
0: Yeah. All right. Instead, I, you should have brought the biggest fucking <laughs> reddest steak you could find.
1: And slapped it on it right, right next to their dumb portobello mushrooms.
0: <laughs> yeah. What's up, pussies? That's how a man eats. I know I'm gonna die before you, but I can look myself in the eye when I do. Whatever dumb things meat eaters say. <laughs> not like I don't eat meat. And not like I'm not dumb. But I like vegetables. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't see a single one in the time, blah, blah, blah. Instead, I only saw vegetable skewers, grilled corn, and a bowl of orzo. I didn't wanna know what that is,
1: it's a grain. It's like, rice, it's like rice pilaf. That's what it tastes like.
0: Oh, is that going to be the new craze? Orzo, the new craze. Some it's a very chickpea pretentious side. And wheat pita bread. <sighs> Not even regular pita. They couldn't even <laughs> give me that.
1: <laughs> I feel fucking, bad for this I person. This poor
0: bastard. There's nothing worse <laughs> when somebody fucks with the food. The only saving grace were a key lime pie, okay, and mm-hmm. chips and dip and some decent beer. That's pretty good. That's pretty strong. Uh, I could maybe forgive the veggie barbecue if the people holding it weren't the most obnoxious hipsters as of course. well. They were both artists, shocker, and painful to listen to as they clatter <laughs> on about about their vinyl collection and knowledge of obscure sci-fi shows.
1: Again, did this take place in Silver Lake?
0: Or Brooklyn? Or or, yeah, fucking, or Williamsburg. Yeah, but those aren't the only two hipster places. Yeah, that's true. The guy even... Has this weird nub of a ponytail coming out of the bottom of his head. He's so cool he can't even have a normal ponytail. Uh, anyways, is it against the laws of men to have a barbecue without grilling any meat, be it burgers, dogs, brats, et Nothing, anything, Nothing, anything against vegetarians. See, half the time, not half the time, but a third of the time. That's the way they write it, not my dumb fucking brain. Nothing, too anything against... What is he trying to say there? that? Not that I have anything against vegetarians or their closet diets, but I feel like something has to die for a barbecue to go on. Wondering what your thoughts are on this subject. Thanks, and go frog yourself. Um, yeah, you basically went to a barbecue where all they had was the sides. You know what I mean? They had the zucchini and they had all that type of shit. Um, I, the, I think the mistake that vegetarians make is they try to replace – classic meat dishes yeah that's like if you you went on stage uh,
1: was it tofurkey tofuki like it's like the fake turkey
0: yeah don't try to be turkey unless you're turkey right right like don't fake the turkey yeah like a steak doesn't try to be zucchini
1: exactly
0: because it could never it could never be zucchini never be zucchini zucchini (laughs) needs to follow its voice
1: No, if they had, I mean, if they had any kind of common decency, they would have a separate little hibachi for the the meat eaters.
0: I don't have sympathy for this guy. He knew what it was. They said it was. They did lie to him about the chicken. We have a little bit of chicken yeah. or something like that. But you have to bring your own food to these type of things. You can't
1: rely on on them. You got to bring your own shit and just bring it cooked. Because yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, throw the steak on next to their dumb Pork, you know what's mushrooms, funny? but they'll be like no 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 i don't want it
0: on the same thing man like dude, you just got to bring your own shit you know when this when this idea was presented to him his inner voice said i don't want to fucking that. go yeah. i don't go to that fucking shit
1: yeah. you got
0: to listen to that sir and then you won't have to hang out with these people
1: if i was ever invited to a vegan or vegetarian barbecue i would say no
0: do you remember that time we had the vegetarian thanksgiving we tried to do that
1: Oh God! My family disaster. revolted against me, and that's how I learned my lesson. Yeah, I was like, I want to do a vegan thing. It'll be just as delicious. It wasn't just as delicious. It was awful. And but we were we like, didn't know what, what we didn't know fuck? how to cook, but we, we also tra- didn't know how to do it. Yeah, and we were trying to be really healthy. We had just moved to LA. Blah blah blah. It's a couple of
0: douchebags. Couple of douchebags. And had we had a douchebag Thanksgiving? Was that
1: when I spilled half of the stuffing behind the stove and started crying? <laughs> was that that year? I think so. Oh, no, 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 no. We made a vegetarian lasagna one Thanksgiving. Oh, God, it was a terrible idea. It's
0: awful. Those fucking carrots in there. Yeah. Carrots, bad. carrots
1: be- and lasagna. Terrible. Awful.
0: So then I, then you know what? Uh, Jamie Masada down the Laugh Factory. He has this thing where he feeds the homeless people mm-hmm. down there. And he asked me if I wanted to do it. And I was like, no, man, it's my Thanksgiving. I, I don't want to, I don't, you know, I, I did it a couple of times. And it's just like, I don't want to fucking go down there. And then you have to go on stage. He always talks you into going on stage mm-hmm. and you're sitting there and there's a bunch of homeless people eating and they don't give a fuck and you go up <laughs> and you bomb. <laughs> Last time I was there I remember me and Ian Edwards Just fucking ate It's funny to, to eat it On Thanksgiving You know
1: It's a nice idea they Oh get, it's a great
0: they On paper On paper It's a great fucking Thanksgiving dinner idea. And a comedy show so well, they are They eat They're fine know. They're fine with just the food Yeah they don't need <laughs> Yeah they don't need To be like Hey how you? So how are you guys doing Not good We're homeless <laughs> <laughs> Is it at least open bar Do they get a couple hey, drinks Out of wh- it where are you guys from? <laughs> the fucking rail yard? Um, what bus station do you sleep at? That's what you to do. You have to switch up all your references. Oh, this guy must sleep in the bus station out there in Burbank. And all the other homeless people looking down on it because they sleep in one in fucking Hollywood. <laughs> so I ended up telling you because the vegetarian dinner was so bad. I said, hey, I'm going to go down and go feed the homeless because right that's right because right next door you
1: sneaky son of a bitch and then right you went to green Black and you ate a Thanksgiving a full dinner. turkey <laughs>
0: dinner and i wolfed it down and i felt so fucking guilty no and then i ran over to the laugh factory completely full and a big smile on my face and i fed some homeless people and jamie's <laughs> like you want to go on stage i go no he's like come on buddy that's gonna be fun it's like jamie i'm not going up and eat my balls in front of these fucking people they, they they're good they're good with the food oh come on man Come
1: on, man! No, you did the right thing by by having a full uh, Thanksgiving yeah, dinner. Yeah, I did. But, I don't blame but, but, you. but
0: me helping the homeless was was horseshit that year. I, I did not <laughs> do it. I went. <laughs> I didn't go down there because I had to help the homeless. I went down there because I wanted a fucking turkey dinner. Um, all right, what are we up to here as far as time? Twenty two minutes. We did thirty five, so I'm up to fifty seven. All right, dilemma. Uh, another redhead joke. Hey, who would know? Who who, who, who would have thought? Would you let P Diddy or anyone else that matter hit you in the head with a kettlebell for fifty million dollars? No,
1: I don't understand the point of these like random scenario questions that people like to pose. Like, would you rather get fucked in the ass by a centaur or <laughs> no, no? but if, if it's like, if it's a funny, have a gargoyle a like give you an a tonsillectomy if funny, though, or something, if it's funny, it's so though. weird.
0: If it's, it's a, if they're funny scenarios, you give, some, you give somebody two awful choices. He just said, Would that you, was, it was one.
1: Situation? Yeah. So there wasn't a
0: dilemma. Would you do that?
1: Would you let P Diddy and why, why, why is P Diddy in it? Why is that? What does that have to do with it? This is the thing where people pull things out of their ass that I have a problem with. It's lazy. It's like dude, would you would you let Pete hit you in the head of the kettlebell for fifty million bucks? Like, what are you, thirteen? Yeah, That's but I said no. A lot, a lot of people would, would say yes. Oh, just because it for the money?
0: No, if I wasn't doing what I was doing for a living and if I wasn't comfortable, then yeah, I'd let I'd let him drop it on my toe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm, I'm doing all right. So uh, no, I don't have 50 million. I don't have anyone near that. I just, but I mean, I'm not doing that, and then somebody videotapes it. Oh, epic fucking kettle bell fail for the rest that of my fucking life. That
1: was the entire. That was the entire question.
0: I got to be honest with you. I wouldn't want to make it that way.
1: Make what? What way?
0: Why are you holding the mic like? The, I don't know. You're not supposed to. You have it. Yeah, yeah, you're like, like you're gonna sing into it. Um, no, I wouldn't want to make it that way.
1: What are you talking about? Make what? What way?
0: Like all of a sudden you got 50 million bucks. Oh, because and now you, now you get Did he smacks you with a kettlebell? Yeah, and you got a little tweed coat on or some shit, and then you're going to some party where everybody else has 50 million bucks. And they're like, oh, you know, I'm a fucking, uh, I don't know. what are they? Fucking, I'm a banker. Oh, I, I, I ran a Ponzi scheme. You know, something that took a little bit of effort.
1: American greed. American greed. Um, I just find when people ask dumb questions like that that are meant to be some sort of Probe into usually your. Usually, it didn't work. It didn't work. The way your mind. Right, let me give you works. a dilemma, it's Nia. Annoying. It's, it's you. like it's, it, you're not deep.
0: Nia, you're being really harsh. Am I? On the dilemma, guy. All right. He, he took. He took. a He took a swing.
1: Well, I, I want people to come with a little bit more effort. That's all. Is it? Is it so wrong that I demand excellence? <laughs> <laughs> an ass. I'm full of
0: shit right now. What's right. the
1: dilemma you want to pose to me then?
0: Alright let me give you a good one Would you rather uh, uh, I don't know any famous people's fucking names So I'm going to have to describe them to you
1: Oh god this should be good I'm trying to think I love when you try to identify actors (laughs) It's
0: just Alright would you rather have sex with uh, uh, I can't even think of anybody Who's just a fucking Just somebody you wouldn't want to have sex with
1: an actor, or like,
0: no, an astronaut. <laughs> like, who's gonna relate to fucking anything other than this shit? Uh, okay, the guy in Seven who got force-fed the fucking spaghettios oh until God. he died. You want to <laughs> fuck him, and he's in that makeup, and when he fucks, he goes uh, uh, uh. Okay. or or or. Uh, <clears throat> Put some jam on your hoo-ha and let some sort of animal <laughs> lick it off. You have to bang the fucking spaghetti okay until completion. And uh, and then he spends the night. <laughs> and <once> all <laughs> You can put some jam. No, I'm gonna go on, on your who? Oh, Nene! I'm gonna go with the first one. That'll be guy. over. That'll be over, and, and it'll be over
1: <laughs> in no.
0: 37 seconds. I cannot
1: be involved in a sexual situation with an animal on any level. 28 seconds, go, it's over. I will go with the fat guy <laughs> spending the night. I'm not gonna get uh, into any uh, kind of bestiality. No, 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 You, no, you let nothing.
0: The, you let it do it to you for <laughs> 10 seconds.
1: The animal? Oh my god, you're (laughs) disgusting! (laughs) No, nothing with an animal. No, absolutely not. No, nothing with an animal
0: ever. Wasn't that funny? That was funny. There you go. See, but that wasn't funny. Well, fuck, he's not a fucking comedian. Well, what you're gonna do is you're gonna make everybody gun shy to fucking take a big swing and a. Everybody has a swing and a miss. No, 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 no. They're
1: gonna like tweet and send in all kinds of crazy dilemmas now. Which it actually should be kind of fun. I just don't like it when they just don't make any sense. And they're I actually like just gave shit.
0: you a hacky one because they, they, they're always sexual. So, like, right. I, because when we were doing the dilemmas, what happens is it just became, it just it just kept going sex. Would you rather fuck your mom or <laughs> fuck your dad? It's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Um, it's like watching one of those Comedy Central roasts where, like, by the time you get up, if you're like ninth on one of the things, like the level of mean you have to be, mm-hmm. especially because all of those fucking roasts, so many of them were just like the, the comics roasting the person didn't know him. So they didn't have any personal stories. So it was just, you know, everybody was chomping dilemm- on the same steak.
1: But what are these dilemmas or the would you rather scenarios? Like what are these things attempting to prove? Like, yeah, if someone's like, would you rather have sex with your mom Nothing. or sex it's with just your supposed dad? supposed to be funny. Oh, I was just supposed to be like, a, I'm, I'm looking yeah. too much into it.
0: All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, would you rather wash dishes at Denny's
1: mm-hmm.
0: or uh, wipe the syrup off the tables at IHOP? Syrup off the tables. Third shift for a year.
1: <laughs> Wait, you, third can't, shift. you can't add things on after I answer the question. Oh, you yes ask I me the can. question. No, no, All right, no, no. Keep I'm, going because I, I up like the now. Up, I'm getting, the, I'm I'm up getting up into the this
0: now. What? You got to wipe the syrup off the fucking tables. Uh-huh. Third, I'd rather do that. Third shift third shift when all the drunks come in there's the fights it's when the youtube mm-hmm. videos get made
1: mm-hmm.
0: or denny's you got the afternoon shift from two to five mm-hmm. you just got to wash all these fucking plates but they're left over they're left over from the, or the morning and the lunch rush wipe off the tables hands but, down. but you're done two to five two to five or you got to work a full fucking eight hours you come in at 10 o'clock at night and you're done at six in the morning People, but
1: all i have to do is wipe down tables
0: yeah wipe down tables
1: and then the other for option eight is fucking
0: hours, or you just wash dishes for three hours, and and you have your whole fucking morning mm. to yourself and the whole night. Like okay,
1: the- I might have to. All right, I might have to change that then. I don't know. It's a lot of fucking dishes at IHOP. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, at Denny's.
1: At Denny's, a lot of dried syrup. You know what I oh, mean? Ketchup and all that. Yeah, shit. And people, you have to like scrape off the plates first too, and all that shit. You know, like the bus boys, they just put down the. Oh, b- you wait! You wait three months,
0: anyway when you got to clean out the fucking grease trap. That's something you'll never forget. Um,
1: No, I'm sticking with the wiping down of the tables because I can kind of have fun. I can, like, chat with people. I don't want to stand back there for three hours. And people, like, I've seen people blow their nose and, like, put the napkin, like, on the plate and all kinds of disgusting shit. Like, I'm not touching that. I'll put on a pair of gloves and I'll wipe down the table, spray some fucking... Antiseptic right? or whatever, disinfectant. And you get on home at shit. six.
0: You, you leave at six. You get home at seven in the fucking morning. You're so fucking wired, you can't go to bed until ten or eight, mm-hmm. and then you fucking sleep until what three, four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Then you got to go back in at ten. It's just you have no fucking life. You're like one of those, like that guy who's who's in the paparazzi movie. Hey, I'm going to take your picture and then kill my friend. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you talk about movies <laughs> and actors like, hey, yeah. I'm gonna take a picture and kill my friends <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that movie too
1: wasn't it called paparazzi nocturnal nightmares <laughs> um ooh did that have Cole Hauser in it
0: ooh, no that one it was it was, it was it was it was the one uh, it was the um it was the one with Goran East East, East something like that a <laughs> <That's> tennis player <laughs> Oh, one of those crazy Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> what? Wasn't oh, he? Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Night Night Stalker. night
1: Nightcrawler. <laughs> Nightcrawler. You were you were describing Nightcrawler this whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take your picture and I'm gonna kill my friend. <laughs> what did you think I was talking about?
1: You did describe single white
0: single white female.
1: <laughs> I thought there was a movie called Paparazzi, like a real movie called Paparazzi. Oh yeah, wasn't With there? Cole With Cole Hauser. Cole Hauser
0: hmm Okay. Okay. All right. Here's the deal. <laughs> would you rather get slapped in the face by Kohlhauser <laughs> or have the SpaghettiOs guy give you a hug naked? <laughs> <laughs> slapped in the
1: face ah, by Kohlhauser. There you go. I love Kohlhauser. Yeah. I
0: would Enough to let him slap him. you in the face. It's going to end up on YouTube.
1: Because I feel like it might lead to something else.
0: On one of those, um, you know, I'm so tired. I don't even give a shit that you said that. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) She's all yours, Cole. Go ahead. You want to deal with this fucking thing, or have the naked guy from Seven give me a hug? hug. These are good. No, because if you actually chose the hug, then I was going to add while he softly wept into the nape of your neck. All right, I have to ask you one now. Oh, Jesus. Okay, would you
1: rather uh, take an etiquette class with Martha Stewart? Martha Stewart. I was trying to think of things. Oh, I'd, even, fucking, I'd I hang
0: with her in a second. Or uh, would you rather... Hey, Martha, what was it like when you went to jail? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or would you rather uh, do a dance recital with Ellen DeGeneres? <laughs>
0: oh my god no no fucking there's no there's not even a, a.
1: you wouldn't want to do a dance recital with Ellen you'd no. rather sit through an etiquette class no. with Martha Stewart
0: no I, I, I can't, might go I with can, Martha I, Stewart I, too I, I can't watch Ellen like dance her. with her crowd yeah. I can't watch her do that Why? because cause I know she's a fucking stand-up comic. Yeah. And maybe she did it a couple <laughs> times because she thought it was fun and now they expect her to do it, right? So now, now she has
1: to do it. And now, now she's, she's got people coming up to her in restaurants like, I love to dance too, oh, yeah. Ellen. Oh yeah. <laughs> she probably hates it.
0: Yeah. And probably thinks about murder suicide <laughs> every fucking time it happens. I see it in her eyes. I, I when I watch that, a part of me dies. Part of my soul fucking <laughs> dies when I every time I watch her fucking do that. It's just like, it's your show. You don't have to do that.
1: Would you rather be grilled about your comedy by Oprah Winfrey or... The, or. 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 <laughs> or just guest host on The View.
0: What's the... Oh, The View is the... Uh, yes. Oh, I could have fun with Whoopi,
1: and I think it's Rosie Perez is on there now. I would have
0: so much fun in the View. I would just keep bringing up feminist things and just say (laughs) I don't understand what the problem is, just to see how mad I could make Joey Behar. (laughs) She's not on there anymore, or is she? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I I would just I would just act like a fucking idiot and be like, "No, I'm just asking."
1: Would you rather go on the road with Guy Fieri? Eating all the food and just doing all that with him. Getting sunburned in that fucking <laughs> getting car. Getting sunburned.
0: <laughs> or uh, would you... <laughs> I'm already out. Because <laughs> I wouldn't want to get in the car with him afterwards and hear what he says about all those... Jesus Christ, that fucking suck, man. Hey, be careful what you wish for. I thought this was going to be fucking fun. I mean, I know I'm making money and everything, but I- if I eat one more fucking sloppy <laughs> joe, I swear to God. Or would you rather dress up like Mario Batali?
1: And, like, you know, go to book signings with him as, like, a little comedic uh, relief. Hey, is my... Uh, mini-me. Mo- yeah, you're, be his mini-me.
0: Because that's tied into <laughs> me as a comedian, I have to get sunburned with Guy Fieri. <laughs> I just fuck with him the whole time, just subtly. Guy, I mean, I'm not wanting to talk about hair or anything, but, you know... <laughs> At the very least, can you stop wearing your sunglasses on the back of your head? <laughs> I know that was cool. Why does he
1: do that? What because is the point he's of that? part
0: of that generation that mm-hmm. got the barbed wire tattoo on your arm.
1: Doesn't he look like he
0: That's was in that band? Stand.
1: What's that one? I'm hey now. You're a rock star. Get your game, game on. on. Go play or whatever. All it is. that. What is the name of that group? Smash Mouth. Oh. Smash Mouth. Wing, 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 He looks wing, like he should be wing. in Smash Mouth, or are they the same ones that sang, "Mad as well will be walking on the
0: side. <laughs>
1: yeah, or like Stank" or something like that. No, Hoobastank. Stank" is not the same.
0: They Why does this not I, didn't fit? Didn't they
1: sing The Reason? I think I like that song.
0: I don't know, Nia. I have no idea. I don't know anything about that whole time <sighs> during music. I yeah. was doing stand-up so much, I have no idea who Hoobastank Stank." <laughs> Three Mary Not Four, Blink-182, I know who they are. I like I mean, them. I don't I know why everybody shits frank. on Travis Barker as a fucking drummer. He's an incredible drummer. He's a fucking great drummer. And says, What's, What's the, the problem? He's fucking lame. I don't, I don't know what it was. What it was was there was a lot of young kids that thought he was the greatest fucking drummer mm-hmm. because he was playing he was in a pop band, so they just knew who he was. Right. So then all of a sudden, because they thought he was the greatest – It's all of a sudden. Travis Barker said he was better than John Bonham, which he never did. So, hey, how about we met the drummer from
1: Nine Inch Nails? Sorry to interrupt. Oh yes, yes. How about we met the drummer from Nine Inch Nails and his lovely girlfriend Cara D. English,
0: who I got to meet. Hey, you name dropping all over the fucking? Who, if you
1: watched Cycle Seven of America's Next Top Model, she won. I'm sorry, I'm I'm girling nerding out right now. But all right, you know what we're doing? We're going way
0: over, and we got an early fucking. Oh, I know. We're going over. All right. All right, Nia, would you rather? <laughs> all right, I got to come up with a good one here. Would you rather? And on a good one. Uh, flying a plane around the world. It's a fucking one of those old propeller ones where you sit in the back with the single seat right next to the bathroom, and it already smells before it takes off. <sighs> Ooh, okay. Would you rather do that? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, oh Jesus. How do I top that one? Would you rather do that or. Uh, oh, I got nothing. It's too fucking late. Ah, oh, Jesus. Bill, don't fucking close like this. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just thinking of doing something on a train.
1: Fly around. So fly around the world in like the worst seat on the airplane. Yeah, on you're an not old ass airplane. Just
0: gonna, it's going to take you like fucking four days to do it. Okay. Either do that or, uh, or... Lay, in, lay in a nice comfy bed and watch American Greed.
1: Lay and that's nice comfy bed and watch let's, American. Greed. Let's fucking
0: do that. All let's right, do it. go fuck yourselves. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you to everybody who came out on this tour, man. I had a great time, and uh, I will see you next time. And uh, that's it. All right, see you. Toyota. You know, we all agree that reducing emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, yet they make up less than 10% of all new vehicles today. That's because right now they cost more. They're too expensive, just like all new technology. Consumers worry about range and whether or not they'll be able to find a charging station. Plus the raw materials used to manufacture the batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision of a carbon neutral future. The materials used to make just one long range battery for an EV electric vehicle could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, hey, let's go places.